Lord Jesus, good morning. Thank you for this day. Again, um, another opportunity for us to um, get to know you better. And uh, again, um, speaking of recalibration, help us to uh, recalibrate and focus on you this morning. Help us uh, get the distractions out of our hearts and minds um, that would inhibit us from getting to know you better or serving your people better, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So good morning, tribe. Men and women, um, Brad Ewing yesterday, he did a great job. And one of the things that he said uh, that prompted me for this morning was um, that the Lord's kingdom comes in your heart and mind. And uh, many of you know, I've, I've, been, um, I've been focused on the mind a little bit and reading, reading that book, Mindset. And um, Chris Brzezinski uh, gave me uh, a PDF of uh, A.W. Tozer's The Pursuit of God. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a, just a couple things really quick out of, out, of, uh, out of his book, Chapter 5, that really struck me. He said, um, he said what, what now does the divine imminence, and I had to Google imminence to see what it meant, uh, divine imminence mean in direct Christian experience? It means simply that God is here. Wherever we are, God is here. There's no place, there can be no place where he is not. 10 million intelligences standing at as many points in space and separated by incomprehensible distances cannot, can each one say with equal truth, God is here. No point is nearer to God than any other point. It is exactly as near to God from any place as it is from any other place. No one is in mere distance any further from or any nearer to God than any other person. The Bible uses the word heart primarily to refer to the ruling center of the whole person, the spring of all desires. According to the Bible, the heart is the center, not only of spiritual activity, but of all the operations of human life, heart and soul, are often used interchangeably. In Strong's exhaustive concordance of the Bible, which is a listing of primary words contained in the King James Version of the Bible, the brain is not mentioned once, whereas the heart is cited 826 times. Hence, it means mind, soul, spirit, or one's entire emotional nature and understanding. And so again, as I was reflecting on Brad Ewing yesterday, talking about let the kingdom come in hearts and minds. And Rufus and I have talked about um, that the mind, your mind can house uh, basically three people. Obviously, um, Tozer suggests God is there and everywhere. But one of the things that Rufus and I talk about is that you have, you've heard the expression um, that he's getting in his head. Um, you know, a lot of times in sports, they'll say, hey, he's really getting in his head. And the reality is, no, he can't. The, that the only, the only three people, if you will, that, are, that is in your mind is you, the Holy Spirit, and the enemy. And what do we give the voice to? Um, many of us have been through TL training, which is transformational leadership in the, um, well, I guess it's not just the Cincinnati area, but one of the things I learned through TL was the TFA. Your thoughts control your feelings, your feelings control your action or your behavior. And so as I was considering that uh, about the kingdom come, let the kingdom come in my mind, um, 
how I act or my behavior. So if you, um, if we're having lunch together and I look angry or I'm behaving in an anger, anger, angrily way, or I'm very joyful, uh, or I'm indifferent, my action is a byproduct of, you know, what, what precedes that is my feelings. So how do you feel most of the time precedes your actions? I, I certainly have expert, experienced where like you, you feel a certain way and you try to even verbally talk yourself out of it. But for the sake of this morning, um, our feelings, how we feel typically controls our actions. So I, I was just on I-71 and uh, you look at all the polite people driving and road rage and you, that's the action. What's preceding that? Like what's going on in their mind? Uh, what are they feeling? And so again, going back to thoughts, feelings, actions, what precedes feelings is our thoughts. And we've talked a lot about identity. What are, what are the thoughts, um, the narratives that I'm telling myself? Um, the stories that you go to, what are some of your go-to stories that affect your feelings and your feelings affect your action again? What narratives are you telling yourself um, that, are, that are leading you in the, um, in the direction that you're going? Your thoughts, your feelings, your actions. Um, I'm relearning that again um, this morning. And in Romans 12, 12, a lot of the scripture verses that if you Google the heart and mind are very famous scripture verses. Romans 12, 12 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be tra transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So how do you renew your mind? And Jesus provided great examples of how do you renew your mind. And Corey Carlson, who's led many of the PSPs, talked about, uh, reminded us of the importance of solitude. And Jesus was um, modeling that all through scripture. There's so many times that Jesus went off um, to be with his father, right? He was recalibrating. So he's ministering, he's serving, he's loving, he's burning the candles at both ends, and then he goes to be with his father in solitude. So many stories, um, story after story of Jesus going to be with his father, and then re-engaging to love and serve others. So one of the questions I was asking myself as I was pondering, again, let the kingdom come. Um, do I audit my actions? You know, how, how often as a leader are we auditing our actions? And I'll be 54 in a couple of weeks. And one of the things that I joke about in the Cincinnati area is that everybody knows everybody. Um, I was with Jake Winstrup and um, Brad's sister. Beth and Beth was talking about the same thing in Cincinnati. Everybody knows everybody. And so one of the jokes that I've shared with you guys and I've told uh, my children is that if you burn a bridge in Cincinnati, you better burn it to the ground because you are not going back across. It is, it is a really tight knit community. And so as I'm auditing my actions and at 54, I've burned lots of bridges and if you look at the action of burning a bridge uh, or the action of road rage or snarky comments or something I'm also very talented at is being passive aggressive. If you look at those actions, what's preceding that? Um, you know, my feelings, why am I so angry? Have you ever 
do you spend much time? It's usually for me, it's after the fact, right? I'm auditing myself. I'm like, gosh, why did I act that way? And if I can re-engineer that, if I can have the maturity to stop, take a deep breath and re-engineer that, why am I feeling this way? What's going on? What's going on in my mind? What are the stories that I'm telling myself? And again, going back to Brad, let the kingdom come. You know, so for me, it's, it's a reminder this morning to say to the Lord, Lord, let your kingdom come in my mind, in my heart, right? And Holy Spirit, help me as my, as my helper, help give me those, Don Patton says, holy hunches, those nudges to recalibrate myself. Um, and focus on you, the renewing of the mind again. Philippians 4, 8 says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And I'm going to read that again because as I'm reading it, it's striking me. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And again, another great reminder. So as we, as we get into our Wednesday, one of the questions that you could ask yourself that I was asking myself this morning is how do I start my day? Like, you know, how do I, how do I, how do I, how do I launch myself into the day? And as leaders, we have routines and are those routines helping you uh, recalibrate? So in the morning, what's, what, what are some of the first things that you do? You get a cup of coffee. Do you do your morning devotionals? How many times am I doing my uh, morning devotionals and I'm just plowing through Mark Schulte and I, a coworker of mine, and I talk about this, like sometimes, and I think it's still a good thing to read the devotional, but like to be present and actually comprehend what you're reading. How often in the morning am I plowing through my prayer list, plowing through my devotionals, and I'm not taking a deep breath and considering the name that I'm praying for or the, uh, the devotional that I'm reading. So again, to have that discipline to be present in the word of God um, that Rufus has talked to on the PSPs uh, about quite a bit. And, and even this, jumping on a PSP, like what's, what's the rhythm of the PSP? How does the rhythm of the PSP, Jerry, help you start your day, help you recalibrate? And then the bookend of that, the end of the day, like, so for myself, I used to tell my kids, I got to get to the gym after work so I don't kill you guys when I get home from work. And while that is funny when I was telling my kids that, I don't know if it's funny for you guys to hear, but, you know, that workout um, is a physical and mental decompress from whatever is going on in the day. So the end of the day, like the end of the work day, what is your trigger recalibration? Um, I don't know who it was. I don't know who it was, but somebody was talking about like when you get home and you hit the, the, the remote for the garage door open, is that a trigger that says, okay, I'm going to be a full-time dad now. I'm going to be the best husband I can be now. And um, maybe that, maybe there's a trigger there. Um, a coworker of mine, Bradley told me a story about uh, alpha wolves yesterday. And he was talking about 
how a wolf can be so, a male wolf can be so fierce and aggressive, but when he's around his, um, his litter, he's very kind and gentle. What, what, what can I do in my mind, again, going back to thoughts, feelings, actions, for my family to experience the best version of me? And then during the day, as you guys are leaders and you, you deal with issues throughout the day, what are your triggers? You know, again, at 54, I, I, I need to re-engage those triggers that help me take a deer, deep breath, um, have a non-anxious presence, right? Clear my mind, focus on the, the Lord, and then go serve the next person, whether it's your coworker or client, um, and create that, uh, that, that best version of yourself where, the, again, the kingdom can come uh, in and around us. So start the day, end the day, during the day. Um, I'm reminded again this morning that that mind is a, is a muscle that I can build endurance. Um, but as a muscle that builds endurance, the way it builds is by testing, as the scripture talks about, and being engaged because it, it can atrophy as well. And so how many of these disciplines, as I was again reflecting on the kingdom come, you know, that many of, many of us, myself, is that my faith, you know, can atrophy if, if I'm not engaged in it. And the Lord doesn't, the, the Holy Spirit will help us. He won't make us. And so as I take a deep breath again right now and exhale, I, I say, let the kingdom come, Lord. And I just ask the Holy Spirit to be active in our lives um, and help us, um, if you're engaged in those disciplines of the renewing of the mind, good for you. If you're like myself, that I need to re-engage, um, I just ask the Holy Spirit to help me do that. So anyway, this is, again, this tribe, some of the, the names I see on the call list, some of them I just see numbers. But to know that you guys are there and that you're loving each other and um, praying for each other and leading each other is, uh, is powerful. It is powerful. So I have booked, um, and I'll get some dates out. I have booked a lunch. Uh, we talked about doing once a quarter lunch and um, once a quarter happy hour so we can put some faces with some names. But anyway, I just love you guys. And I just pray right now, Holy Spirit, again, that you have, um, that you are active in our lives today and help us focus, recalibrate on you throughout the day. Help us, as Don Patton says, Lord, have those holy hunches to pause and take a deep breath and renew our mind so we can serve, get to know you better, Lord, today, and we can get um, to be a loving example to others today. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Love you guys. Have a great day.